Welcome back to Piper Court with Matthew. Welcome back to the first springtime edition of the Piper Court podcast. Matthew here, and uh, it's been a couple of weeks. It's been a busy couple of weeks here on Piper Court, actually, because we've actually been away from Piper Court uh, a couple of days out west, which was especially uh, invigorating. And I don't know about you, but I find um, the west and I find the desert uh, pretty intriguing. And uh, definitely, as an amateur photographer, um, it is really a kind of a visual paradise that uh, I always enjoy uh, visiting. We tend to get out there every couple of years, and this time it was a kind of a family uh, visit where my wife, uh, uh, through one of the online uh, sites, kind of discovered that she had a couple of half-sisters. How exciting is that? And so she got to meet one of them, and I got to reconnect with a a very old good friend of mine and a very old uh, treasured pal of mine, uh, David, who used to come by Piper Court to pick me up in his in his bronze Pontiac, where we would uh, go off into the night uh, with Bruce Springsteen and the eight track tape player and solve the world's problems. And it was great to connect with him. And I had lots of time to reflect during my drive from Lake Havasu City, Arizona, over to Palm Springs, and then Palm Springs back, uh, admiring the desolate beauty of the terrain and uh, thinking about uh, where uh, life has has taken uh, him and where uh, life has taken uh, me and uh, where our paths uh, diverged because of a career and things like that. And uh, the couple of hours that we got to spend together, how uh, exciting and, um, and, and really a bit sad because it reminds you of how quickly time passes. And yet it was, um, uh, it was a great visit. And so uh, I apologize for being away from Piper Court for a while. On a day like today, here in Northeast Ohio, and on Piper Court, and we were growing up, it would have been uh, an exciting day because it's beautiful. There's a very slight breeze. And uh, I noticed when I was walking uh, a couple of days ago, just as we were returning from our trip, um, sometimes the traffic from the nearby interstate makes the same kind of almost constant, repetitive, meditative hum similar to what I would sometimes hear, maybe not so prevalent as what I hear in our current location, but it reminds me as a child sometimes when I would sit outside on the front stoop and the traffic from Interstate 77 would be off in the distance, especially on a day that was slightly breezy and there wasn't a lot of traffic going up and down Piper Court or 14th Street. And it reminded me of those sort of hazy, lazy days of summer, even though we're not into summer. Also on 
my walk the other day through the neighborhood, I took our dog, Izzy, who was a rescue dog, a full-blooded West Highland Terrier who uh, unfortunately was abused, and my wife uh, rescued him, uh, much to my chagrin. At a time, I really didn't want two dogs, um, and uh, it was kind of a blessing because our other dog at the time uh, passed away uh, a little over a year ago, and uh, Izzy has been um, a really uh, a, a joy for our family, and so he likes his nightly walks, and I was walking up and down some of the neighborhoods, and I got to thinking as I was walking past several of the houses in the neighborhood where the UPS driver had left uh, parcels near the front door of some of these houses. And some of the items in the news have been talking about how you know, thieves have been going on to you know, porches and uh, decks and swiping people's parcels, prompting Amazon to begin um, fomenting this strategy whereby they would opt, uh, as I understand it, to actually physically enter your home or garage space so that they could put the package inside for you so that this uh, thievery doesn't happen. And um, I thought about this as uh, Izzy and I were taking our walk, and, and, and I thought, what kind of a person, really, what, what would it take um, for somebody to just walk onto this front porch and just swipe a package that doesn't belong to you? And to me, there's this line of demarcation. There's a line of demarcation that should not be crossed. And this line of demarcation really for a long time was a line that you didn't really, uh, it didn't need explained, really. You didn't need to have a gate in front of, the opening to your porch or to your home to seal off somebody from swiping a package from your front porch. Um, You didn't have to have a security camera Uh, in case it did happen. You could record the event. It was just presupposed and it went without saying that that's just something that you didn't do, that it was considered safe that the postal carrier could leave a package by a front door and nobody was going to take it. And obviously that's not true today. You have to be concerned about these things. I know when we were out West, uh, I added a a piece of used uh, gear uh, to my camera bag and I got, I received a notification that it had been delivered. So really for a day, I was kind of worried that this package was sitting by my front door. You know, was it still going to be there? And luckily for me, it was. But I, but I thought about the current uh, political uh, t- trend, especially on social media platforms. And it made me think that the current trend, and I'm not just specifically blaming Donald J. Trump, but I think it's just this uh, current uh, animosity that seems to uh, split uh, sides not just down the middle, but 
at almost completely polar opposites, that it, that it uh, lends itself uh, to this vitriol um, that has almost taken away rational discussion. It's almost taken away the middle ground as if there's, it's failure to admit that gray area exists. And this level of viciousness that seems to be uh, so apparent that basically says uh, anything goes and that all of the rules are, have been tossed out the window. And I wonder um, if that contributes to the um, e- eradication uh, of this line of demarcation, if it contributes to it. Um, so if you don't have, if, if, and again, I'm not blaming this on any one particular uh, party, but it, it's almost as if, if you don't have the facts at your disposal, it's okay. If you say something on one day, rather than admitting that what you said on Tuesday may not have been true on Wednesday and issuing an apology and a correction that what you said on Wednesday is now the new truth and what you said on Tuesday no longer matters. So now we've come to accept this and not only just accept it, but in some ways we've come to expect it. And we're almost have gone beyond simply just shaking our head over it. We've introduced it all into, you know, the lexicon. And sadly, I wonder if now, if that makes it okay to steal packages off somebody's porch, both figuratively Uh, And realistically, and in reality, if it's not only just a symbol, not only that it happens, but it's also a symbol that the the lines of demarcation have uh, been erased to the extent that we're in the process of setting up new lines of demarcation. So I guess as Izzy and I were making our walk, I thought to myself, I think it's incumbent on me to remind myself as to what these lines are. And maybe we all should. And I would have no reason to obviously steal a package up someone's front porch, but these lines of demarcation could be, you know, they could be applicable to a variety of situations. They could be applicable to a variety of business transactions. They could be applicable 
to a variety of uh, family situations. And that I think it's important that we all not only just remember the lines, but that we reassess what they are and what they're supposed to be. So maybe that we return to some sense of normalcy or what was perceived to be a sense of normalcy. Not that it has anything to do with, you know, you know, Democrat, Republican, liberal, conservative, you know, Catholic, Protestant, Jewish, Buddhist. It doesn't, not assigning tags or labels to it, but just that, that some common sense of decency returns or that whatever shred of common sense of decency is still left, that we do what we can in our own way to maintain it and that a a slim sense of it remains intact. Hopefully by this time, uh, the Piper Cord podcast uh, is up on uh, some of the various platforms like Stitcher and uh, soon will be up on iTunes, although I have to admit I'm having some issues uh, getting iTunes to actually uh, recognize this podcast. So when we're done here today, I'm going to try to make another attempt (laughs) at working my way through modern technology. Uh, This shouldn't be that tough, you know, Uh, but sometimes it is. But I appreciate you tuning in um, to the podcast and and uh, thank you once again for joining me on Piper Court.